Today's episode is about spiritual love lessons. In love, you learn a lot of lessons. In dating, you learn a lot of lessons. You learn what you don't like and what you like, red flags, how to develop communication skills, things like that. But spiritual love lessons are different because they are revealing what is within you and they are revealing what you need to work on in order to get what you want. And I think it's honestly the most magical thing because when you work on yourself and you heal certain things inside and you start to act differently, you not, you're not faking it. You're acting differently to embody a new version of you. When you do that, eventually you attract different people. You still will be tested with, you know, anyone can come into your life. But when you are really embodying your standards and your lessons, eventually you say no to what is not what you want, which creates space to say yes to what you want. Because if you don't make room for what you want, how can you expect it to enter your life? If you are spiritual, how can you expect that the universe or God or whatever you believe is going to bring you what you want if you aren't making space for it, if you aren't the match to what you want, if you haven't learned the lessons to get what you want? So I'm going to share with you some of my biggest spiritual love lessons. Here we go. (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to start with my first love lesson. Well, this is not my first. There are two that I'm going to talk about in this video. I have plenty of, you know, learning experiences in dating, but the spiritual love lessons were the lessons that revealed to me my thoughts about me. In love, it's so easy to blame other people. Oh, he made me feel this way. He did that. You know, it's easy to be in our ego. It's easy to think, oh, he missed out. His loss. Actually, I remember there was a guy who didn't want <laughs> a relationship that I was seeing. And my family was like trying to make me feel better. And they're like, it's his loss. And I think that is the worst attitude that you can have. Because the truth is, there's been times that I didn't want a relationship with certain people. And I didn't lose anything. It wasn't my loss. Because there is someone for that person that will appreciate and love them better than I could. Because they weren't for me. So that is something so important in in dating. Is to not... You know, when you get hurt or if someone doesn't want a relationship with you, doesn't want you, don't try to make it this thing like, oh, that person's going to miss out on me. I'm going to prove them wrong. Now I'm going to go pursue success or be an independent woman and they're going to see, you know, don't have that attitude (laughs) because guess what? That person doesn't care. It's just like me. I hope that everyone that I dated has an amazing life and is successful and happy because I am. So I wish that for other people. So just remember in dating, getting your ego involved. Yeah, it's normal to be like, oh, he hurt me and why did he lead me on or what? You know, it's normal to have those thoughts, but you can't hold on to that. Eventually you have to take the lessons and be like, well, where did I go wrong? 
What could I have done better? And how can I apply that in the future? So let's get to my first example. I was in a situationship and it was complicated. And if you don't know what a situationship is, it's basically a, a term used these days when it doesn't become a relationship you're in a situation with this person, you know, you're seeing each other, it's not anything official, but it's not like it's just a random hookup. You have a thing going on, but it's not a set relationship. So you call it a situationship. You're in a situationship with them. And I remember for a while, it wasn't turning into a relationship. And that confused me because I remember I actually wrote in my journal the, t- the time that I was seeing this person. I wrote, I thought I was a good catch. <laughs> Why doesn't he, he see my worth? Or, you know, um, I was waiting for him to see my worth. I was waiting for him to want to choose me. It, in my mind, I'm like, hello, what? like, I thought I was a good catch. Why didn't you want to be with me? But time went on and it was still a situation ship and um, it kind of went back and forth. When I wanted commitment, he didn't. And when he was ready, I was not. So it was, you know, complicated. But I remember in the moments that I did want it to be more, I was waiting till he would see that I'm good enough. I felt like I had to prove that I was good enough. I was waiting for him to notice that I would be good for his life. (laughs) like a good catch. Um, I was waiting for him to see the potential in my mind that I had of us. And I started to really become insecure because I felt not good enough. I felt like he's not committing to me. So he clearly doesn't think I'm good enough. And eventually that ended and it didn't turn into a relationship. And I remember feeling like I wasn't good enough. Um, There were actually a lot of complicated things to the situation, but I had this, I was just feeling insecure. Like I thought I was a good catch, but he didn't want to be with me. So what was wrong with me? Was I not successful enough yet? Like (laughs) there were just so many things that I wondered. So one belief that I started to think was that I needed to be like perfect Once I started dating someone, like everything in my life would have to be perfect. I would have to achieve more goals. I would have to just be this so much better version of myself before I had love. But then I started thinking and I realized that I was into that person when they were on their journey. They weren't perfect. They were figuring out life just like I was. I liked them, even though they weren't perfect. I liked their character. I liked their mind. I liked their direction. They weren't perfect, but I liked them imperfectly. And I liked where they were headed and their potential too. So that's when I thought, if I can like someone who's on their journey, who's not perfect, then I'm sure someone else could like me (laughs) during my journey, in my growth, when I'm not yet all the things that I wanted to be or achieved what I want to achieve. I thought that I had to have more achievements <laughs> in order to find love. So yeah, that's how I started healing that 
feeling okay I actually hate saying healing because I feel like it's so overused and it's kind of cringe I feel like kind of overly spiritual like we're healing I don't know I don't like it <laughs> but it works it works because you do get wounds in dating so I decided that if I could love someone on their journey when they weren't perfect then someone could love me on my journey I didn't have to be this I didn't have to achieve the ideal version of myself yet I was always working on my way there I always wanted to improve you know I was always someone working on themselves but yeah that made me realize okay if I can like someone on their journey then someone could like me on mine and another thing I realized was that he actually never said that I wasn't good enough I just started to think that because there was no commitment. And don't get me wrong, it's possible that he didn't think that I was the one for him, obviously, because it didn't work out. And it's possible he had a better option. It is totally possible. But at the end of the day, I would never know. And what I realized is that between the love that I wanted and the love that I was getting... I was filling the gap with my own belief. Because, you know, he never said, you're not good enough. But my belief became that I wasn't good enough. So my belief became that I wasn't getting the love that I wanted because I wasn't good enough yet. So with that lesson, I realized that inside, I developed feelings of not feeling good enough. And if you hold on to a belief like that, if you feel like you're never good enough, you're going to be in situations where you never feel good enough. Because another person can't change how you feel about you. Maybe temporarily, you know, they could give you a compliment, they could say things, but on a deep level, only you can change your beliefs about yourself. Only you can do the inner work to change how you feel about yourself. So after that, situationship ended I had done that inner work on realizing that I was good enough for love now I didn't have to have more achievements before I had love so I started to believe that and of course how many months later it was like six months later well you know I dated but you know you go on dates and it's whatever there's some people you just went on a date with and it was fine but there was there was something missing six months later I meet someone new where it's you know when you meet someone new and you think it's aligned you think there's something there there's something different so I met someone new (laughs) and of course I thought because during this time I had become spiritual and I had realized that life had lessons and love had lessons and although sometimes it's hard to trust that the lessons are there for us and that you know there is God or the universe or spiritual higher power that is guiding you in life though it can be hard to believe that I did start to really try to believe that because that helped me find peace um, when it came to love so I thought, okay, I worked on my not good enough (laughs) feeling and so now this is going to work because I don't feel that way anymore. 
so this person, I didn't, I didn't get that feeling of that I wasn't good enough because I had worked on that, right? But I had a new belief that came up. Near the end of it, I realized that it was had it's it was that time of the situationship where you're like, okay, is this going anywhere? Is this becoming a relationship or what's happening? And so basically what happened because we had had those conversations, but basically what happened is that I asked to have certain needs met. And I didn't really want to share the details on here, but I'll just do it. It's just embarrassing, to be honest. <laughs> it's embarrassing that I had to ask this, but basically I wanted this person to like, I wanted us to like, you know, text good morning, good evening. You know, I, I'm not someone that I need to text someone all day. But I did want like, oh, can we, you know, say good morning? <laughs> and then like at the end of the day, oh, how was your day? Okay, good night. You know, I wanted that. And that person didn't want that. That person said they wanted a relationship, but in their previous relationships, they didn't talk every day. Um, that person, yeah, they didn't, they didn't want to talk every day. <laughs> and, you know... I think because I realized I had more needs than that person wanted to give, that it started to become obvious and eventually it ended. And I remember thinking, what if I, maybe it wouldn't have ended if I didn't have the needs that I had. Maybe it wouldn't have ended if I didn't ask for that or if I could have just talked to this person less. And that's when I realized that this situationship was revealing something else inside of me. I didn't really believe that I was worthy of having my needs met, that I was worthy of really basic things like daily communication, not constant texting or anything. I realized that I didn't have the belief that somebody would I guess, want to talk every day. I thought, maybe I asked for too much. Maybe people don't talk every day. Maybe that is too much. I started to question myself. I started to question what I wanted because when we like somebody, we don't want to lose them. But if we choose our own needs, if we choose our standards, then you might risk losing somebody. But when you lose them, you're opening up this space to receive what you want. But it's hard in those, in those times when you like someone and it's ending, it's hard to believe that you're going to come across something that you'll like later. It's hard to believe that you'll meet someone again that you'll like, <laughs> especially if you're someone who takes a long time to be into someone. But something that you have to remember is, if you look back on life, when you've liked people or been in relationships, at the time you thought they were the best thing ever. You couldn't imagine life without them. But then you met someone new and you had that feeling again that they were the best thing ever. So whenever you're in that situation of something's ending and you're disappointed, you're sad because you wanted that thing. You wanted that person. You wanted that relationship. 
You have to remember that you are in a place of life where, yeah, maybe so far that was the closest thing to what you wanted. But in the future, there's probably going to be things that are even better that you haven't yet experienced yet. Because if you look backwards on your life, life only makes sense backwards. We don't know what's coming. So we have to trust, we have to have faith that if we say no to what we don't want, we will receive what we want one day. So I could have been like, oh, he wasn't ready. He, he has issues. That's weird that he didn't want to talk every day. You know, I could have blamed him. I could have pointed all the things wrong with him. But at the end of the day, I think a spiritual love lesson reveals what's going on within you. And what that revealed to me was that I was not secure and confident with my needs. And I did not believe that one day someone would meet them. So I was going to settle for less. So what do you do after a situationship ends? You take your lessons (laughs) and you learn them. You reflect, you journal, and then you embody the new knowledge that you have. In those situations, I could look at what happened and I could say, thank you, God. Thank you, universe, for showing me through those lessons, through those situationships, that I didn't believe I was good enough and that I didn't believe I was worthy of what I wanted. Because now that I see that, I see why I haven't yet received what I wanted. Because I haven't become the match to it. How could I receive a man who thinks I'm amazing and who wants to give me what I want if I don't think that I'm amazing, if I don't think that I deserve what I want? You have to become the match to what you want. You can't fake it. Don't get me wrong, though. When it comes to love, you know, when I met my my boyfriend, I still had some insecurities. I wasn't this perfect person, but I was embodying what I wanted. I had done inner work, you know, related to self-worth and normalizing human needs like communication. So if my boyfriend wouldn't have wanted to give me that, I would have said no, you know, I wouldn't have been in that relationship. But sometimes saying no is hard because again, you don't know that something better could be around the corner. Sometimes when you have a, like a lack of mindset, When you're living in fear, when you have a fearful mindset, you might stay with somebody because you're scared of not having anyone. You're scared of that period of being alone in the unknown because you don't know what's coming. You don't know if anything's coming. You don't know if you'll ever ever meet somebody. But if you truly want a certain type of love, if you truly inside feel that your intuition is nudging you that there is something for you, there is a good person for you, there's someone that is truly going to be aligned for you, then you have to go into the unknown. You have to be alone. You have to do the hard thing. So as you can see, those lessons revealed to me my beliefs about myself. And sometimes we only learn lessons in life 
through pain. Unfortunately, it's often through pain. (laughs) But I think that the painful lessons are also the most valuable because they wake you up. They, you hit the rock bottom. There is nowhere to go but to grow, to learn. And it could be so hard to be in that period. That's why I really believe it's so important to do, to like read spiritual books, to do, you know, spiritual growth. Because this life is full of unknowns, uncertainty, hard times. And if you don't believe in a bigger view than just what you're currently experiencing, if you don't believe that you are guided, that life is happening for you, then it's so hard to get through the lessons. You don't feel like it's worth it if you don't feel like something good is going to come out of it. So those are my two lessons. Something I actually also want to mention is that once you embody those things and you go on dates, you're still going to come across people who don't want to give you what you want. Even if you embody, even if you believe that you're worth something doesn't mean that people are going to want to give it to you. Like you still have to be okay with saying no. You still need to know how to trust your intuition and discern who you should go on dates with and who you shouldn't. And actually, I'll share with you one more example. I remember when I was practicing being secure with who I was, my authentic self, feeling good enough. I matched with somebody on a dating app and we were talking, then he asked for my Instagram, <laughs> and so I gave it to him, and then, like, he followed me, and I followed him, but then he didn't talk to me, and so in my mind, I thought, did he just want followers, or did he see my Instagram, and was he not into me because of what he saw, and the truth is, maybe he wasn't because of what he saw, but my job in that moment was to not Let that stop me from being me, not let that stop me from being my authentic self. My job in that moment was to see the gap, to see, okay, this guy did this thing and I have a thought about it. Is my thought one of insecurity or one of security? And in the past, it probably would have been insecurity, probably would have been like, did he think I'm weird or did he not like my Instagram or something? And in that moment, because I had practiced, um, because I did a lot of inner work and I was okay with being my authentic self, my response was to be secure and, you know, be okay with someone not being into me because I knew that one day somebody would. (laughs) So in dating, it can be hard, but just remember that everything that is happening, the dates, the rejection, the uncertainty, it is all an opportunity for you to keep practicing holding your standard, holding your desire, trusting the universe, trusting God that somebody will come along if you continue to embody the things that you desire, if you continue to say no to the things that don't align with you. You need to make space for that person to enter your life by saying no to the things that don't align. 
And every moment is an opportunity to practice that. So that's everything. Obviously, eventually after that, I met my boyfriend. If you have any questions, feel free to send me a message. I will link my Instagram below. I know it can be hard to trust that life has patterns and life has lessons and that you are guided and that life is happening for you. Yes, it is so hard. It is so hard to believe that you could be spiritually guided when you don't see it. And when the signs are so subtle, and sometimes there are no signs, sometimes you just have to have that blind faith. But if faith were easy, we would all believe. We would never worry. Because we knew we would know that we're being supported and that we're guided. Faith is difficult. But all good things take practice and effort and patience. All good things are difficult at the beginning. So just keep that in mind and I hope this episode helped you with some of your dating patterns. I hope it gave you insights. Some things that you can ask yourself is, when I go on dates, how am I thinking these people are making me feel? Because maybe they're not making you feel anything. Maybe what you're feeling is your own belief about you. Don't mix this up though. If if someone is like disrespecting you, I'm not trying to tell you, no, you're disrespecting yourself. Like, no, like people are, people can be rude and, you know, things like that. But sometimes if there's an uncertain feeling, if there's a gap between what you want and what you're getting and you're filling that gap, with a belief, often the belief is related to your own beliefs about yourself. Okay, so that's everything. Please feel free to follow my podcast and rate it. Thank you so much.